Okay, Baruch Hashem, we begin another day, thank God, thank you Hashem, for a new day, which is a new opportunity of growth, a new opportunity to live life, and to have, Baruch Hashem, the blessings of life, because life is something in this world that is limited, we don't have... A limit, an unlimited time on this world and we only have the amount of days that Hashem gives us and we want to take advantage of the blessing of being alive and not just being alive but having the opportunity of real life which is growth which is for a person to grow and to change and to work on himself and to change his bad midos. That's one of the reasons that we're put on this world is to change ourselves and to work on ourselves. That's why the Yetzirah is so strong that he doesn't want us to, to do that. The Yetzirah wants us to be lazy. The Yetzirah wants us to blame other people. The Yetzirah wants us to focus on everybody else and what they're doing wrong, and how we need to fix them, and if only we could fix them, because the main goal of life is to work on yourself. That's the whole purpose of life, is that Hashem gives us an opportunity to make us better, and to transform ourselves, and to become better every day. And as long as I am focused on other people and looking at the negativity of other people and trying to change other people, so then I am distracted with the ability to focus on the most important person, and that is myself. So when I focus on myself, then I'm able to accomplish the reason that I was put on this world, and that is to take care of oneself if I am not to me then who will be to me who will be there for me so the, the goal of a person is to, is to really focus on what he can change what he can do better and, and we know that as we said yesterday is that a person wants to be very careful how we judge other people. That's where Lashon Hara begins. Our speeches, our speech about another person uh, comes from our, our negative thoughts of another person. And those negative thoughts come from ourselves, from our negative talk, self-talk in our minds to ourselves. And when we see in another person the Ra, when we see bad in another person, it's really a gift from Hashem, and that that's the only way that we could see the bad in ourselves. So we interpret it as the other person, which is the way the Yitzhahara makes it look. Yitzhahara makes it look like, thank you very much, Yitzhahara, thank you. Yitzhahara makes it look like it's the other person. So what does what the Yitzhahara gain by that? He gains two things. Number one, he gains that you're going to uh, say something negative about the other person. And number two, 
you're not going to work on yourself. But once a person, right? So I'm not, I'm not going to work on myself, and I'm going to say that that person is the problem. But but the way to fight the Sahara is to realize that what I see in the other person is actually what I need to work on. And now that I need to work on that, and I don't speak Lashon Hara, then now I'm going to be able to work on myself. And great. So that's the opposite of what the Yitzhara wants us to do. The Yitzhara wants us to focus all of our negativity on others and not connect myself with how I'm looking at somebody else. But once I do cut that off and I say, okay, I'm not talking Lashon Hara about somebody else. I'm only going to see the good in somebody else. So it forces me to work on myself, and for, it forces me to change my life. And that's why we learn and start off with purity of speech, because the more a person stops speaking badly about other people, and the more a person shuts off that looking at other people, then he's forced to look inside himself and say, how do I change myself? Okay, so with that we start in day six, page 30. Halacha in practice. Here we go. Says the Chavetz Chaim. In Hilchus Lashon Hara, Hey, Bez, Gimel. Talking negatively about someone's inborn traits. Speech which can cause another Jew to be degraded in the eyes of his peers is Lashon Hara. Therefore, you are not allowed to talk negatively about someone's inborn traits. You may claim, I'm really not saying anything negative about the person because it's not his fault. He was born this way. Chavetz Chaim reminds us, imagine if you were that person, how would you feel? For example, if you say that person, that guy is not so smart, right? Oh, it's a shame. He's a little bit stupid. Such statements can have terrible ramifications. Right? Number one, it could be difficult for him to find, right? People won't like him so much to find the shidduch. People won't, won't want to do business. And he says, in a certain way, the Chavaz Chaim says, negative remarks about someone's inborn traits could be a little bit, in a certain way, worse than someone's behavior. Why? Because when you say someone talk about a certain behavior, you can don them like we said yesterday. Right, you see someone doing something, so you could judge that for good. He didn't know there's something wrong with it. He did teshuva. He's going through a hard time, whatever it is. But when a person says that someone is not smart, or you label a person, and you say that a person is, um, you know, a certain, you label them as their inborn um, traits, so it's very difficult to uproot that from someone's mind. It's very difficult to uproot that from your mind. And I know that for myself. When someone has labeled somebody and said, oh, that guy is like this. Oh, that guy talks a lot. Right? That guy talks a lot. So in your mind, you're like, okay, wow. Or that guy is selfish. So that stays with the person. When you say, oh, that guy, you know, um, I heard him yelling at someone. So you could say, okay, I don't know, maybe he's, something happened to him, he's in a bad mood, he had a hard day, he's going through a hard time. You could, you could sort of say, okay, he's not uh, a, a bad person, he's not, that doesn't stick with him. You could, you could judge 
what he did, lekafskos. But once you're saying a person's, you know, he is that type of person, then it's very, very difficult to uproot that from your mind. So the Chafetz Chaim says that's even worse than saying um, he he did something wrong. Okay, question, comments on that. Yes, Shlaimi. Also, if it's actually a bit more true, it's very hard for that person to change. It's very hard for that person to change, and therefore you're saying it's even... It's even worse. What, what are you meaning? That's what makes it worse, to, to talk about something. Oh, <laughs> meaning he can't... Yeah. Meaning, meaning, right, meaning if... Very good. Meaning if somebody has an anger problem, whatever it is, and he says, oh, that guy has an anger problem... So, so it could be, you're right, it's, it's a midara, it's much harder for him to change. So therefore, have a little bit more, uh, you know, don him lekafskos. Very good. Beautiful. Shlaiming. Very true. Yes, Banksy. Oh. Very nice, beautiful. And you're saying you're saying that that that's why it's dangerous to to label people in in uh, in their midas as who they are because you're ultimately labeling yourself the same way as opposed to he did something wrong. Okay, I also might have done something wrong, but that doesn't say who I am. Beautiful, Benson. Very nice. Very nice. Which is which is also very good. Yes. you were saying that, Ellie, um, I, I, uh, I was thinking how, how right you are, is that also part of what you're saying is, um, is that when you say I am scared, or you define uh, someone as they are 
angry, or they are an angry person. So we're, let's photograph for ourselves, then it's bigger than me. So I am angry, so then I don't have my own hero, uh, like you were saying, I don't have my a choice because it's taken over me. When a person says I've experienced anger, or I've experienced uh, being scared, so then there's myself that I can, I can, you were saying, therefore you can react to that fear. I think the reason is, is because you still have, you're still bigger than it. You have a sense of self. You have a sense that you can, what? Independent. Independent, exactly. As opposed to, it's taking over you. Beautiful. And with Lashon Hara, as we're talking, it's the same exact thing. Because when you look at having done as called Ha'adam, when you look at a person, you say, that guy is stupid. That guy is stupid. So what you did was, you took one thing that maybe he did, which was a foolish thing, and you put it, and you labeled that his essence is stupid. That's not true. He's actually a very sensitive, great, smart, thoughtful person. He just sometimes, he did something that was, you know, was a silly thing to do, but it doesn't make him who he is. Beautiful, thank you. But, yeah, please. Yeah. I, I just want to share it off. For me, I think it's, we're, we're all great at understanding this and talking about it, but I really feel like um, it's, it's really, it, it, if you do it so naturally, and it, it, it's, so, it, it's such a disconnect in society moment, like you, 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 you do it so naturally, you don't even notice it. Manage, like it's, it's just something we do. Um, for example, I'm, I'm blind, right? Like, I, I think uh, I, I don't know how to do that. So for people who, for, for a lot of people maybe, not, not, not everybody, but for a lot of people maybe, and even to some extent myself, right? I don't think myself as the blind guy. And it really is very much a, no, I have a relationship with blindness and it does affect my life in some ways. And, you know, it doesn't affect my life in other ways. It's, you know, just like, like what, 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 you know, how things happen. And um, I always feel like it's, it, you know, it's just something we do so naturally, so easily. It's just one of the greatest habits of any problem we have is just, we just don't realize it. We just don't realize it's something we've done. So, you know, it's just worthwhile really trying to look into the way we perceive ourselves and other people and not see, you know, is this something we, we, we can change in Thank you, Ellie. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, really. I always said that you don't want to label somebody as being an angry person, somebody that's experiencing anger, same thing for happiness. I don't want to be an happy person. I want to be somebody that experiences happiness at regular enough intervals to make my God just make everybody else okay, have a normal. Yeah, Shema. Is that what, um, like, obviously, uh, okay. not identifying with the emotions that I experience on a daily basis and not identifying with the way 
situations that occurred to me, like not a, not identifying with them. Would that be like that story, like with Rav Zusha that we discussed a couple times? That he says, like, what? You're not like I don't even know what that is. I never experienced that in my life. Is that, is that, is that how you attain something like that by not identifying with what's going on, and the emotions you're feeling, the occurrences that are going on around you, and you're just who you are. You are. You love yourself. Period. You love Hashem. Period. And you're gonna do what you need to do to connect Hashem. Period. Regardless of uh, feeling this, feeling that, oh, this happened, that happened, I, I have something I need to do, period, and that's it. Is, is that kind of how Zushu did that? So uh, I'm not sure what Mini is saying. Uh, say, saying like, uh, like with the story, right? Zusha, the, yeah, yeah, no, I know the story. Yeah, where he's saying, where he's saying nothing bad ever happened to me. So, nothing bad ever happened. Right. I'm sure something like, I'm sure something. Something well, did happen, though. Uh, right, right, right. He did. And, right, uh, you know what right. So what? So you're saying the fact that is he that didn't? What he did is that what he did. Saying like, he, like it wasn't like it wasn't even like oh something bad happened. It was like. I have such a good relationship with Hashem. I know Hashem didn't do anything. I mean, I think there are many ways. There are many ways for a person to try and attain the level where, when something bad, quote unquote, happens to him where something is a negative experience, that when they realize there are many different ways to realize that that's a gift, like nothing can happen to me, it's, it's only for me. It's all from Hashem. So you're talking about Amuna. Once a person realizes that everything is from Hashem, if this is what you're talking about, and that this comes into Lush and Hara as well, once a person realizes that, that I'm supposed to learn from that person, I'm supposed to learn from that experience to see the good, to find the good in another person, to find the good in the situation. So then everything that comes from Hashem is, 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 is amazing. There's no bad that comes from Hashem. It's all tov. It's all how we interpret. It's all how we're able to find that good. So it all goes down to yeah, it's all how much amuna. The more amuna, tzaddik, bemunasa yichya means the tzaddik is able to live. It doesn't say the tzaddik has amuna. The tzaddik lives with amuna. Because that means everything that happens to him. Everything that happens to him is another opportunity to say that is from Hashem. When a person stubs his toe, when a person is in traffic, when a person spills his coffee, and when a person, Lo'alenu, has even harder <coughs> challenges in their life. So the more a person is able to bring, like the Katzka Rebbe said, where is Hashem? Hashem is wherever you let Him in. So the more a person learns to interpret everything that's happening is from Hashem. And nobody can do anything to me. Nobody can hurt me. Nobody can do anything to me. It's all for me. It's all Hashem sending me messages and messages and messages and messages and messages. So then you're so happy with whatever He sent because, because we're on this world for a limited time. And the purpose of this world, as much as we can, is to, 
to experience Hashem and to experience Hashem in this lowly world where this world is the exact opposite of that. The whole purpose of this world and the Yetzirah of being on this planet is for a person to be disconnected from Hashem and to say there is no God and to say where is Hashem? I can't smell Him, I can't taste Him, I can't see Him, I can't hear Him, I can't touch Him. All my five senses can't have any relationship with Hashem. But, as the Ramchal says, that if a person has a seichel, and he has a little bit of the ability to, to look and to find and to search, then he'll find Hashem in everything. And when a person finds Hashem in everything, then he's, he's all good. Everything's Hashem imcha loy chasarta davar. Shlemus, which is happiness. Shalim, the Maral says, happiness is shlemus. Which means, shalim means that I have everything that I need. I have everything. I'm shalim. I'm not missing anything. Happiness comes when a person realizes that I have everything that I need at all moments in my life. And even if that need is a negative, right? If, it, if it's happening to me, then I need it. If it's happening to me, then I need it. Then it's not negative. Then it's not negative, exactly. So how do you... Yeah, so we, you, you talk about it, the more we talk about it, the more we work on it. And it's also, it's also the little things. It's also the little things in life. You don't wait for the big things in life. The little things in life that a person reminds himself, this is from Hashem. This is where Hashem, you know, good morning. You start off your morning. You start off, Hashem, Hashem woke me up. Hashem has a purpose for me. What is it that Hashem wants me to accomplish today? And then something happens, and you say, okay, it's from Hashem. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi, you had something you wanted to say. Yeah, yeah I just wanted to... Uh, thank you, Shimon. Shimon, thank you. And, uh, I think like Rabbi was saying, one of the problems that we have is that we think we're in control. And, a person, and, and, and it applies to everything. It applies to addiction. If a, a person wants to let go, he has to bring Hashem in. The issue is that we want it to be our um, escape, the little secret that we have. But when a person lets go and says, I'm not in control, Hashem, you gave it to me, you can take it. And as I spoke, um, uh, I think two years ago, I was on the 443 when the bus flipped. And uh, the person that was on the bus that I tried helping is actually in the colo today here at Fisher's. But I asked him when he came to thank us, I said, were you scared when the bus flipped that you were going to die? And he said, I was actually at the most peace because I knew I can't do anything about it. And that hit me, that when you, when you understand there's nothing you can do, you could try to make money, and not try to make money, and the money that you deserve, that's what you're going to get. Not getting into not doing a shabbos, but in the idea, whatever happens, it's not in your control besides the shabbos. And when you realize that, so it's, it's not on me, it's on Hashem. That's the idea of serenity, to, to give it over to someone else, because it's not about them. Beautiful. Focus a little bit on what you were saying with the Ishtalas, because I think that this is where people can get confused when you say, Oh, it's all from Hashem, it's all from Hashem, everything's from Hashem, so that means I'm not going to do anything. And it's it's not like that at all. It means that 
that when, when, you're, when you're aware of, of what, what I can do, and what I'm supposed to do, and the boundary of how much I can do, so, so then you're not so nervous, and you're not pushing uh, something that is not in your control. When you're trying to control something which is not in your control, so that's when we are in trouble. That's when we get the anxiety. That's when we suffer, so to speak, is when I'm trying to change the things that I can't change or are not up to changing the weather, changing someone else, changing results. The results are up to Hashem. What, the question is, what can I do in all relationships? In all relationships, I can't change my wife. You can't change your children, for sure not. You can't change your wife, you can't change your roommate, you can't change your boss, you can't change anybody. What you could do, what you could do is you can listen to them, you can help them, you can be there for them, you could create relationships, you can go ahead and do things, but but to 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 access to make them change, to make things happen. Like Rabbi Tzvi was saying, to make money, you can go to work, you could, you could sit across from somebody and make a business deal, you could get up early in the morning and you could you know, read books on how to make money, you could go uh, have a job and try and do this and try and do that. But whether or not the money is going to come, that's from Hashem. And like with that, with relationships also, you could go ahead and call your father, or call your mother and you could reach out to them and, and be a good son. And you can try and work on being a good son. Whether or not that's going to be a great relationship or not, it could be it won't. That, that, that's not up to you. As long as you know, right? And, and it's like that in all relationships. As long as you know that you are doing your part. As long as you know that I am doing what I can do and what is considered my end and what is considered Hashem's. What, what, is, what do I have to do? What does Hashem have to do? That's, that's when, when you're able to live the life that you, that you can live. That's when you're able to experience Hashem even more and more in your life. And just to bring it back to Lashon Hara, when a person realizes that I can't control other people, I can't control other people, I can only control my reaction to those people. But I can't control if someone's going to come over to me and, and say a, a, something that I don't like or something's going to happen to me that, that, that from another person, right? I could be sitting down and someone comes over to me and says something stupid. Or I'm sitting there davening and someone, you know, comes over. I'm trying to concentrate during davening and someone pulls up to me next to me and starts davening and he's davening loud or he's annoying. That was Hashem. Hashem brought him there. I can't do anything. I could move my seat away. I could move away from him. I could move away from, from my roommate. I could, I could make sure I'm not involved in situations like this. But there's always going to be a, a situation where, where Hashem is going to send somebody or something that's going to be there to affect you. And the question is, what are you, how are you going to react to it? Yes, truly. Really. I was reading a book, a Shabbos book, where I was talking about like, when uh, you're trying to dominate mother's trying to, like, Friday night light the candle, and the kids are annoying her. Like, what do you mean? I'm trying to focus on it. The whole point is, I want you to focus when you're doing it with the kid bothering you. 
Oh. Wow. Wow. All right, that's amazing. Right, correct. That's amazing. Now, speaking, uh, speaking to a holy, holy uh, yid last night, and we were talking about that also, where a person sometimes, how much what you're saying, truly, sometimes a person, like you're saying, is davening, and he's trying to connect to Hashem, and he's outside, and he's having his moment where he's looking outside, and he's, he's connecting, and he's feeling good, and then someone comes over to bother him. And he thinks like, oh, you know, stop bothering me. I'm trying to connect to myself and to connect to Hashem, when really the way to connect to Hashem and yourself is by maybe bringing him in and accepting the fact that, okay, this person, you know, is part of my, my life also. I got to make room, make room for him, because that's what Hashem wants. Beautiful, it's really and they, beautiful. Uh, yeah. They say a story about Rebbe's Rebbe with Yaakov and Shepherd. And I, I think either he's the Baltokea or he's the Machia. Baltokea, yeah. Okay, and I think he had uh, one or two kids that had uh, autism. Or, and during Kiyos, someone came over and told him, your son just made all over the floor and wiped it all over the walls. And the guy said, he walked outside, cleaned it the same way he was standing by the Bima. Because he thought, that's not lighter than he has to do. So wow. A, wow. After the Rebbe gets maybe a little... Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Shkayko, I see. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. And it's those uh, little things that, that, that make, when, when we look at somebody and we see the, the bad in them, when we, when we have situations where, where there are people in our lives where we're upset at them and it, and it hurts us and we can't get rid of it or it's inside of us and it's constant, those are the little things that are so big. Those are the little things that are so powerful. Those stories that we say, you know, you know we're, we're, we're many times waiting for these massive uh, things to change our lives and to become famous for this, famous for that. These public victories uh, that we can you know, celebrate with other people. It's, the, it's these uh, little moments that are only between you and yourself. When you're sitting on the bus, or you're sitting in the dining room, and someone's annoying you, or your roommate is, uh, you know, someone told me yesterday, an incredible thing. He said that, that uh, in the beginning of the year, he had a roommate, his roommate, and, and he, he says, and he was mentioning to me, you know who my roommate is. He's like, we're total opposites. That's what he says. In the beginning of the year, he was sitting there like the first week or so, and he was like, this is, how am I going to survive this year with this person? And then he was telling me how he's so happy. He's so happy that he had this experience to be roommates with someone who's totally the opposite of him. Why? Because it's helped him work on himself. It's helped him realize what it is that he has to change about himself, what he has to accept about somebody else. You know, and I was, I was literally blown away by how this person was saying how, how this challenge that most of the time can be like, oh, I don't want to deal with this person. This person bothers me. I wish I could get away from this person. When he realized, when we realize that those things that we think are our biggest enemy, and our biggest problems, and we accept them, 
And we say, this is my ticket. This is my ticket. I said the pshat on this. Um, when a person goes to war against his oyev, against his enemy, and his enemy, as the Chazal say on that Pasuk in, in, uh, in Chumash, Sahara, is that when a person goes and you want to fight your enemy, if you want to beat your enemy, each and every one of us has an enemy. We have a few of them, but each and every one of us has this peace inside of us that we say, if I didn't have this, I would dot, 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 dot. If only, whether it's, if only I had money in the bank, dot, dot, dot. If only I didn't struggle with this shortcoming, then dot, dot, dot. If only I had this childhood, dot, whatever it is. We all have this thing inside of us that we know that if only I didn't have this thing, then I would be who I want to be. So what does the Pasuk say after that? It says, Unisonai Hashem alokecha yadecha. The way to fight that enemy is to first realize that that is what Hashem gave you. And Hashem wants you to have that struggle. And Hashem wants you to have that problem. Because most of the time, we've said this many times, the problem is not the problem. That's not your problem. It's the fact that you have this problem, that's what your problem is. You're so busy, it's not the mountain that I was climbing, it was the pebble and the rock in my shoe. It's not the journey that I'm on, it's the fact that I keep on questioning, I wake up in the morning, and the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is, oh, why do I have to be like this? Why do I have to be like this? Why, why does my struggle have to be this struggle? Maybe I could have a different struggle. And when a person realizes that this is exactly what you're supposed to have, when the sun once you realize that, no, 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 this is exactly what I'm supposed to be. This is exactly what I'm supposed to be dealing with. Then, the Shavisa Shivyo, then you can live your life that you're supposed to be living. But as long as you're fighting the, the, that thought, and you're fighting, you know, why do I have this roommate? Why do I have to deal with this person? Why do I have to deal with my mother? Why do I have to deal with these challenges? Why do I have to deal with my father? Why do I have to grow up like this? Why do I have to have this shortcoming? Why, as long as you live in that world, then you're, you're, not, even, you're not even dealing with the, the, the actual problem that, that is at hand. You're dealing with, with the fact that you have a problem. Yes, Eitan. Oh. Um, <clears throat> So about uh, our struggle, um, I would like to say that uh, God, at least how I look at it, God, I would like to kind of give a check with God. He likes to put us in a check. He likes to say, here is your struggle. Here is your struggle. And but and we need to keep on overcoming that new struggle. But it's also important to remember that God will never put us in a checkmate. He'll never put us in a situation that we won't be able to get out of because no matter what, He will always... He, he, he gave us the tools that we were born to overcome every check you'll ever put us in. I, I don't know about you, Ethan. I want to just add something a little bit to your, to your uh, perspective. 
Um, when I was a little kid, um, my father used to play chess with me. And, and it was a beautiful experience of my father and me as he was there not to beat me, he wasn't there to hurt me, he was there to teach me. And that relationship was very beautiful. So I, I like your muscle, but just make sure that in the muscle, you know, you're playing with your father and someone who loves you, who wants to help you get to where you want to get to. Uh, thank you, Ethan. That's Ezra. I'm not sure where I heard it from. It could be in the share or where I saw it. But basically, I heard someone say once that your body naturally tries to fight problems. So even if you deal with the problems and then you deal with those, your body's going to find new problems. But if you deal with the fact that you have a problem, then you're not going to have problems. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, beautiful. He's saying, as you're saying is that, is that your, your, your body will, there, there's always going to be a new problem that's going to arise when you finish dealing with your problem. That's what life is about. Like we say, whack-a-mole. You, 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 you finish one problem, another problem arises. But if you're so busy, not even dealing with the problem itself, but you're dealing with the fact that you have a problem, then you'll never ever get anywhere because you're just still in the world of, of why do I have this problem? And what's interesting also in what you're saying, Ezra, beautiful, I love what you're saying, is that a guy who's always trying, and we, we're all, I'm, I'm guilty of this also, I'm, also I'm, I'm totally guilty of this, that I do the same, so it's not, I'm not, I'm not expressing this because I've, uh, haven't myself been challenged with this, and, and you know, I, I have to work on it as well. What Ezra's saying is so, so incredible, because you, you'll never, you, you're, you'll, you'll, you're never really dealing with any problems. Every time you're just dealing with the fact that I have a problem. And any problem that arises, you're not really doing... The problem is that I have problems. Meaning you can meet people and they could say, my biggest problem is, oh, I just want to live a life where I don't have problems. So he's always just fighting that one thing. He's always fighting that one thing. He's never covering ground. As opposed to saying, okay, here's the problem. Let me fight it. Here's the problem. Let me fight it. Instead, his head is always, oh, here's another problem. Oh my gosh, here's another problem. So he's really stuck in that world. Wow, that's incredible. Thank you, Ezra. Amazing. Yes, Ellie. Again, Ellie, please. So happy you're here, Ellie. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you, Ezra. Now, this is what I need right now, and I need it. And it's like, 
Well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. You have to think about it, you know, in a professional perspective. You're not going to solve all your problems. Your mom is not going to solve your problems. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Okay, good. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha as we, uh, you know, it's something we speak about all the time. Hashem will help all of us to be Zoha to, to not fight, fight ourselves. And, and not fight uh, reality. Because when you fight reality, you only lose 100% of the time. Uh, when a person fights the truth, and when a person has something that he has to deal with, when a person has something that is there that he has to deal with, so if he doesn't deal with it, it doesn't mean that it's not there. It doesn't mean that he's not, it's not there if he doesn't deal with it. It's, uh, it's meant for him to deal with. Yeah, on what Ellie's saying, there's a key difference between realizing that there's certain things we need and certain things we want. It's okay to want them. Once you realize that it's just a want and not a need, that's okay. And then it's not like I need this. I want it. That's okay. Beautiful. You that what you have is what you need, and that's all. Beautiful. Beautiful slide. Beautiful. Okay, Hashem will help us. I'm just going to start a little bit of Masil Sisharim. Um, Hashem will help each and every one of us to be zoha, to work on ourselves, not to focus on other people's shortcomings, but rather to realize that everything that we see, everything we experience, everything that comes our way is there as a gift for us to help us change, to help us grow, and to help us to become better. Hashem will help us and all the Jewish people not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to listen to any Lashon Hara, not to be makabel, any Lashon Hara, Rechilas today and every day. Amen. Amen. Okay, the second thing that we're going to talk about, uh, we're just going to spend a few minutes today, and this is obviously something that in our generation uh, is very um, challenging because of, uh, because of society, because of the internet, because of just the world that we live in. As the Arizal says, this generation is comparable to the Dar Hamabal and the Dar Haflaga, as far as the, uh, when it comes to Tivus, as we've been speaking about, we've been speaking about the first challenge that people have is boundaries with money, and money boundaries is that people are running and running and running after money, and their whole life, can be running after money and money and money. And like we've been speaking about, that a person can reach high levels as a Jew, but when it comes to conquering the level of sinas habetza, that you're okay with what you have, is a very high level to reach. The second level, and this we'll just talk for a few minutes, and then we'll wrap it up for today, is Arias which is illicit relationships, or relationships between a male and a female, and relationships that are forbidden relationships, says the Ramchal, as the Gemara Baba Basra says, Rubam Begazel. Most people are going to be, be guilty of stealing fraud, money issues, but miyutam barayas, the next level is 
problems with a person's relationship with uh, tithes. He says, Someone who wants to cleanse himself, and especially in our generation, in our generation, He's going to have to really, 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 really take it very, very seriously if he wants to cleanse himself from the influence of, uh, of, of someone who is usher to you, of tivus, of desires of nashim, and, and the desires of, of, that are usher for a person. As he says, and I'll end off with this, he says that it's comparable to the nazir. The nazir is only usher for wine. He says, as we know, wine is something that's very dangerous for people. Wine is something that if somebody is, uh, has to stay away from wine, so Chazal say the Nazir, he says, the Iker, the main Iser, is not actual wine itself, but the Torah Asers, anything that has to do with wine. Says the Ramchal, this is a limud that limda Torah This teaches us how we make boundaries. Echiasu heimasiyog Torah is, we learn from the Nazir. Sha'asa Torah b'mitzah social Nazir, ma'asha masachacham sh'yasu b'shar kol mitzah l'manda sh'zer When Hashem tells us this is forbidden for you, it's not just that He wants this to be forbidden for you. It means He wants you to move very far away from the actual act which is forbidden for a person. And when we talk about illicit relationships, when we talk about um, nashim, we talk about taivas nashim, we talk about the desire for, for taiva, taiva, when we talk about a person yearning and wanting to connect himself to something that he's not allowed to. So there a person needs to have major, major, major boundaries. And he says... You need boundaries in what you look at. You need boundaries in what you talk about. You need boundaries in what you listen to. You need boundaries in what your machshava, what you're thinking about. And of course, you need boundaries in physical and being very, very careful in your physical. So it comes out that in our generation, Amir Tashem will talk more about this tomorrow. But the next thing that people will stumble with a lot is when it comes to their relationship with, with the opposite sex, and when it comes to a person's relationship with tithes, with desires. And a person has to figure out a way how to cleanse himself and to be very careful to remove himself, and especially in our generation. Our generation is a generation that, is, that we are bombarded, and, and uh, Rav Huttner said this, and the Satmar Rebbe said this, that they said that what, and this is in the 60s that they said this, in the 50s and the 60s, they said what our parents never saw in an entire lifetime, in an entire lifetime, a person can see in a minute in our generation. And that was in the 60s. That was in the 60s. Could you imagine how that can affect a person and how that will, will... I actually saw this morning a beautiful shot, and we can end off with this. 
It's a shot. It's a medrash. And I, I think we're all, could be everyone has heard this, and we'll start with this. And it says that Rav Miyashabar prayed to Rav Shubalevi, Kol Mishu Reitzvar Erva, Veno Zon Enov Mimena. Anyone who is careful not to, to um, zun, not to feast his eyes on something that is, that is usr. Zoha umekabel penei hashchina. That person is able to receive the shchina. So it says, matam, because it says in the Pasik, if you close your eyes from seeing this bad thing, it says afterwards, Melech biyafyov techazen einecha. It's one of the most powerful things for a person, and that's where it starts from. It starts from ha'ayin roeh, the halev chol. It starts from ha'ayin roeh. If a person has trouble with his taivus, it begins with one place. It begins with cleansing your mind, with cleansing your head, with cleansing your eyes, your ears, and your mouth. When a person begins to cleanse himself, then he's able to, to remove himself from this taiva. It's not the taiva itself that is us, as the Ramchal is going to say. It's not just the actual relationship with, with a woman that you're not allowed to have that is usr. It begins way, 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 way before that. Question, comments, and then we'll wrap up for today. Yes, Ellie. Respect your openness. I think the clap that we were clapping is your openness uh, uh, to share with everyone. And I was clapping because I don't think the answer. Um, I, I will give a suggestion, but to me, it's inspiring. Just that you're working on it and you're thinking about it. That's important to you, and you're being open about that. Um, the the simple answer, which is which is a little bit hard sometimes for us to hear. But the simple answer that I will say is that there are two things that water is uh, compared to in the Torah. Mayim represents taiva, and Mayim represents Torah. And they say, the tzaddikim say, that when someone has a burning desire for taivas, for taivas nashim, it means that that person has ultimately a burning desire for Torah and for Hashem. And if a person is able to take his desire and to learn Torah, and he's able to connect himself to the Torah, as the Rambam says, that where do we find a person at the end of Yisurei Bia, the last halacha in Yisurei Bia, the Rambam says, where do you find a person who is filled with 
desires in his brain and desires in his heart is only from someone who is panoi from Torah. When someone does not have Torah in his mind and Torah in his heart, as Chazal say, Chazal say, Habar reik ein bo mayin. The pit is empty. It has no water. And Chazal and Shabbos say what? Rabbi Tzvi, what does it say? Aval nechashim v'akravim yeshbo. The bar, a pit that has no water, has snakes and scorpions. So Chazal say, if a person does not have mayim, he does not have Torah, don't think that he's just void of Torah. What it means is, he has inside of him snakes and scorpions. So if a person wants to get rid of his snakes and scorpions, and a person wants to get rid of his tithes, you're not going to get rid of your tithes, your desires, Ellie. But what a person could do is he could daven that my, my Torah that I learned, as Hashem, as the tzaddikim say, the tzaddikim say that Mayim represents taiva and Mayim represents Torah. And what we have to do, it says the mabel, was the mabel, the, the waters that came from the mabel were the same dar of the dar of the Mechable Torah. Is that the waters of the mabel, of the, the generation of, of, of decadence, the generation of disgust, the generation of the greatest Bali Taiva were the ones who are able to be Mechabal the Torah. So, Chelech Loi Raisa, let your power go to the Torah. Yeah, Zalmi. Ah, beautiful, 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 beautiful. And he had the Torah from his father, beautiful. Yes, Toby. I love this part where Rukal talks about this stuff because in my notes it goes from words to a diagram and then everybody themselves is a diagram. This is that what's in between our heart and our, and our brain. Exactly. These five things, the five senses. Exactly. You know, so how do you connect those two since what's on these five things? Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. What are we saying? I've mentioned this before. Your eyes and your ears and your nose and your mouth are all what separates your mind from your heart. So the way to connect your mind to your heart is by protecting that. Beautiful. Blame for your hands is above your heart. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zocha. Eli, it was, a, it was an honor to have you with us today. Eli, thank you. God bless you and Hashem will help each and every one of us as we continue our journey let's remember that the world wants us to forget what wants to distract us from our purpose in life the world, the Yitzhahara wants us to take away today he doesn't want to give us today he doesn't want us to have he doesn't want us to have today He'll talk about everything but, but he'll, 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 he'll say, don't, don't do this today. He'll talk about your future and the, this and the, that. As long as he distracts you from today, because that's all we have. If you want to fix your past, fix today, because you can't fix your past. It's finished. The only thing you can do about your past is live a better today. You want to have a better future? You want to have a better future? Build today to help you have a better future.
Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye.